Well, hey there, everybody. It is a hot week here in June. We are approaching about a week out from official start to summer. And Dave, we're getting that summertime preview. It has been the hottest it's been in really over a year. It's been brutal out there. And thankfully, a little bit of rain cooled us down earlier in the week. But we can't count on that every day. And it doesn't look like there's a huge relief in sight, maybe just by, you know, a couple of days or so. Yeah, we hit, not, I think it was 98 yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I, I think it was at, uh, during your noon show. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. We're recording this here, uh, this podcast, on uh, Wednesday, uh, June 15th. So on Tuesday, the 14th, we hit 98. And the previous high we've been this year was 96. And that was the high of all last year as right. well. So it's been a long time since we had a temperature this hot Um, but we are going to keep it hot. Not quite as hot today. We did get those storms you mentioned, and it's a big question mark about today. Today specifically. Yeah, and if you're not not, uh, going to listen to this on Wednesday, then it won't matter. But, you know, we do have a a slight risk of severe weather for inland areas, even though models are not excited about a lot of convection. But if you get a storm or two alone, they can hog all that energy. You got high dew points, a lot of moisture, a lot of fuel for these storms. So one or two could produce gusty winds, some, some yeah. hail. Not, not out of the question. It's all about potential. We do have mm-hmm. a little upper-level energy moving down on kind of the east side of the, of the high pressure out to the, uh, to the uh, mainly west of us. And that's going to bring that moisture right down the east coast. And if our atmosphere, as you mentioned, is very ripe for anything to develop. There's a lot of energy yeah. which it could tap into, but it's all about potential not quite volatile but it's definitely there's some kinetic energy up there that wants to come on down here so what what we're looking at would be for that here today now going forward on thursday the high temperature goes down a little bit we're more in the low to mid 90 range but we still think that the heat advisory will probably be reissued by the national weather service because before july 1st if we have a heat index projected of 105 or above and this is before july 1st a heat advisory will get issued, and that's usually about 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And, and we'll go over that right now. Uh, our area is, unfortunately, uh, under the influence of three different National Weather Service offices. Most of our viewing area uh, north of the Altamaha River comes out of the Charleston National Weather Service office, which you mentioned here has their criteria for a heat advisory of 105 degrees or better as far as far the heat index. Right. Or I think an actual air temperature of, I forget what it is, like 102 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's way up there. Yeah, but that only goes through July 1st once July, or June 30th. Once July 1st comes around, they bump up their minimum requirements to 110 degrees, and that's what it is June, or I'm sorry, July, August, and through September. But then you've got, you know, the National Weather Service office that is just outside of Atlanta to, to just get in a few of our counties for western areas. But then south of the Altima Hall, our friends down at the National Weather Service down in Jacksonville, their criteria is already at 110. So that's why you might see a discrepancy on your maps or if you're looking at an advisory on your phone in the WTOC weather app while some, uh, you know, counties are shaded in that orange color and others are not, the impact is you know, the same. And that's where we have to do our job of communicating. Hey, everybody go ahead and take the precautions, but every office it gets into kind of not politics, but you know, just different workplaces have different criteria. Yeah. And usually if you're further North that you go, your criteria be a little bit lower. So if you're up in Virginia or or Pennsylvania or New York, what have you, your uh, criteria may be only 90 to 95 degrees for a heat advisory because you don't get it that often. So 
we get heat index pretty much over 100 every day in the summertime. So it's not like it's a, a, a huge deal. But once you start getting over 105, it could become more life-threatening. So that's why we have the heat advisory. Yeah, and you know, some people are like, oh, it's summer, it gets hot here every year. But, I mean, you, you have hot and then you have a different kind of hot. You know, our bodies are used to a certain amount of, of stress that we put them through. And we're getting this kind of heat early on in the season. We're not necessarily acclimated to it just yet either. So it's just good to, you know, and just be safe. And, you know, some people are, are less fortunate and, and maybe don't have the ability to stay cool or have a cooler place to stay during the peak heating hours of the day. And also some good advice talking about pets. I know you've got, uh, you've always had pets, Dave, and, and dogs that aren't always inside. What I've learned is important too, is if you have a water bowl outside, well, the water is going to kind of incorporate quick. the water or the air temperature, excuse me. And that's going to warm up too. And nobody wants to drink, you know, room temperature water or air temperature water when it's in the 90s. So, right. you know, make sure you're taking care of your pets too. It's, and, not, it's not just about us. Yeah, and, and you're speaking along the pet lines there. Even if you think, all right, I'm going to go out for a quick little walk or something, peak day. Well, don't forget the ground temperature, especially on the asphalt or, you know, even concrete will be really hot. So the dog's paws can easily get burned and you don't want that to happen as well. So try to keep them on grass grassy surfaces, uh, which tend not to heat up as quickly as um, basically asphalt, especially. Yeah, got to watch out for those paw pads, you know, wait until sunset or thereafter, but the morning's going to be easier. And, you know, dogs are going to need to go out when they go out, but you have all night for that radiational cooling to happen and, and the ground to cool back off. Whereas right. during the day, you're like, oh, well, the air temperature's coming down. Yeah, but it's storing all that energy from the day too. So even if you're back in the 80s after sunset, you need to hold your hand on the pavement for about five seconds. And if you can't do it, you got to wait a little while to, to have the dogs go out there too because they're not going to be able to communicate as well when they're in pain or when they're hurt and they're probably right. just excited to be outside. Yeah, usually are very They, they see a squirrel, they see a cat, you know, something's, they're like, They're not side. thinking about, oh, my paw's on fire here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, they're not thinking well, about that. Hopefully, hopefully that will help out that situation. Yeah, so a little bit cool. We actually have a cold front trying to move in here uh, tonight and into Thursday. So that will knock the temperature down a bit, as you mentioned. So we're going to be borderline heat advisory criteria Thursday, but that front kind of dissipates uh, on Friday. So our heat returns. So it's more mid nineties uh, for Friday into Saturday. Then another cold front, a different one yep. works in, and this one's going to pass south of the area and will actually begin to uh, bring in some cooler temperatures just in time for Sunday, which is Father's Day. Yeah, and I know you have to work on, on Saturday, and this is not going to be a long-term thing, but for now, I know that Father's Day weekend, you probably would rather be doing something else. But Sunday itself looks like if you had to, to just kind of like circle a day on the seven-day forecast, the nicest day at least to get outside. And I feel like it's been so long since we've had a nice weekend. We're like, oh, well, you don't have to kind of look over your shoulder and see if showers and storms are popping up in the afternoon. This looks like a nice day, mostly dry. For Savannah, we've got upper 80s to about 90 or so in the afternoon and mostly sunny. Rain chance is pretty low. So if you need to get around a golf in, take that out to lunch, brunch, grilling, whatever it is, even a nice beach day, Sunday looks to be a good day. Yeah, and those temperatures might not get out of the 80s for, for some of us with a lot of dry weather. Although the European tried to bring in a few showers. We kept it dry for now. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I bite at that one yet, but we're going to continue to watch that. Uh, but it looks like it might only be a brief cool down. Uh, a fleeting moment. Sunday and Monday. Monday's seasonable. I think more 90 to 92-ish. Yeah. And then all bets are off coming up in the next week. Ooh. Do we want to, how much do we want to get into the, to that? We can get into talking <laughs> about numbers, but not calling it a forecast. 
So I right. think, you know, we turned the page on our climate averages today, I think was the first day that our average got 290 for a high for Savannah. So you mentioned, you know, temperate, normal-ish for Monday. Sure. But then we go into the middle of next week. So in about a week's time, some of the models are going to the wall here on some of these high temperatures into the triple digits, you know, and for actual air, actual air temperatures, not just with the, you factor in the dew point and a couple other things. So interesting, you know, the last time we hit 102, not saying that we will, we're talking like if, you know, we'll, we'll have to actually make a forecast on this. We were just kind of data diving earlier, but 102, that was in, we just talked about this May of 2019. Yes. I think it was the yes, 26th, it was that stretch. 24th, whatever it was, 102. Felt like, you know, close to 120 in some areas, especially Buford always seems to have a higher dew point, a lot of water around the mm-hmm. area. So um, I know this week was rough for a lot of people and uh, making memes online just to try to lighten the mood and things like that. Yeah, your it, post it, had a very good share uh, uh, reach. That. Had a lot of well, shares on that. Yeah, people... I try to make it relatable. You know, obviously it's a serious situation and, and we make sure that that's known, but if you can get a smile or two out of a, a long stretch, somebody was to... a little jealous about that, by the way, were they, well, we won't I won't mention names. any names. Well, you know, to, you know who I'm talking to be about. fair. I, I had the idea. <laughs> I drew it on a sticky note. I have this sticky note somewhere. And then I went to a uh, digital team and I was like, Hey, I am not good at making graphics and Photoshop and whatever we have a platform to where we can kind of put together things. They do it for Instagram stories and stuff like that. If you follow WTOC on Instagram, you'll notice that. So I was like, Earth, Georgia, Sun, and then I want it in like big meme font, like you are here, like with Georgia in between. Just making a joke, right. obviously, we're on Earth. But um, Paige made it in like five minutes. And then she's like, all right, it's in your email. Is this good? Like, easy. So then I was like, all right, well, let's uh, just come up with a clever post. It's nice that Tr- how smart people are. Yeah, well, know? everybody's got their or own quick. strength. Yes. Strengths. But, yeah, no, social is fun. And, and thankfully, we kind of have free reign over, like, just post what you want. Obviously, we want to get the forecast out there. And if I can do it in a way that's relatable in meme terms or whatever, then so be it. But, no, that, that was fun. And I think people understand that we're all kind of just dealing with the heat. And this summer, at the end of the day, you know, still in my 20s, that's not going to bother me as much as somebody who's like, <laughs> In their fifties? Uh, no, I was gonna say my grandparents. <laughs> my grandparents. Um, I would definitely be worried if my grandma was down here because she's ninety three. So uh, everybody reacts differently to all ki- all kinds of weather. So, but yeah, we we got the meme stuff going on there every now and then, and and going into next week, if we hit the lower triple digits, you know, we go from heat advisories this week, which we thought were bad enough, with the feels like temperature there too. There's a potential for excessive heat watches or excessive heat warnings. Now, off the top of my head, I don't know what that would be, but I can tell you if we're forecasting for triple digits, there would probably that at least would, be a watch I at would the very so. least. Yeah, so. and, and and some of the models, again, are suggesting actual temperatures. Actually, there's two of them, the European and the GFS. They're on board. Are both suggesting 100-plus degree temperatures like are we, certainly possible we, for yeah. a couple days. Uh, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? At least... I want to say at least Wednesday, Thursday. At least Wednesday, Thursday. Because whenever we were looking at it before your noon show today, I started. I just clicked Wednesday to start, so yes. I didn't. I didn't click Tuesday, but that's probably when at least Wednesday it starts Thursday. picking up. And we're also doing some some stuff this week and, and this coming week. And I don't have a lot of info on it, but we've been collecting a lot of books, either gently used or new, for uh, the Savannah Savannah Chatham Public School System. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start distribute distributing them as a team. Put these a bag of books. Take them to a school. Mm-hmm. Happy kids next year. It's going to be hot to do that. 
Do that like seven days in a row. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be in the air conditioning and in the, in the uh, schools and the air conditioning. But getting yeah. from the cars or trucks or vans, wherever we're bringing them it to the school, it will be all right. It's It'll all about being smart. Knowing your limits, you know. Don't don't think you're better than the weather. No, that's when we get in trouble. Take a lot of breaks. Uh, speaking of Savannah, just a quick little couple of interesting facts here. The hottest we've ever been in Savannah, officially at the airport. Now I think Hunter was a little bit hotter. Uh, was 105 degrees, okay. and that was twice. First time was back in uh, July 12th, 1879, and then we also had it on July 20th, 1986. That was 105 degrees. I had a schedule. Uh, yeah, and all these top, uh, the top six uh, temperatures, 103 to 104, 105, have all come in July. So we haven't had any of these in June in here as far as anything over 102 right. degrees. And Dave says six because those Numbers had two days. That two days. Those were both achieved. Yeah, 104. We had that back in 1986, July 19th. And uh, we had 104 also July 20th in 2000. And 103, we hit it first July 9th, 1986. And then again, July 29th, 1993. So, yeah. Those are our top these, six hottest temperatures. And we could be flirting with getting into the top, whatever. And it's in June. So, it's in, and it's not like a... It has nothing to do with, I think, you know, these big changes that people say are or not happening because, you know, there's something happening out there. I just think it's the pattern we're in. It's not just Savannah that's hot. No. If you guys watch any of the, the national weather, and we try to focus more so on, uh, you know, the viewing area, millions of people are breaking records right now. It's just kind of the setup that we're in and how it's being influenced. I know that even up in uh, Iowa, my, one of my aunts texted me yesterday. It was like 97, and their dew points go crazy high because there's something called corn sweat, in the afternoons, you have evapotranspiration of corn, and they release so much water that it raises your dew points. Your humidity goes up, and also your feels-like temperatures are outrageous during the afternoons whenever you get into the upper 90s. I, I can honestly say I've never heard of corn sweat. It's a real index. You I, have an I, I index believe it now. It. Now it makes sense when you say that, the evapotranspiration. Kind of, kind of so much corn out there. Mm-hmm. You think of Iowa, you think of cornfields, you know? Yeah. Field of dreams, cornfields. Okay, you know, now it makes sense. It's a weird term, <laughs> I guess. We could probably come up with a better term for no, it. No, it that, makes sense. But yeah, and, and also, um, you know, just spending summers there, visiting family, at least a week or so of my childhood every summer there. Really crazy to see it. It, it flips like a switch. You know, you have um, something, and we'll get into this just very briefly. It's called a lifted condensation level. It's when your temperature and your dew point are the same. That's whenever you get... Um, condensation and you can see exactly it's it's an exact science it's time of the day you're going to have uh, the two meet up above you probably at a couple thousand feet those are your puffy cumulus clouds and it's always in the mid-afternoon after you start getting some of that evapotranspiration uh, trans, uh, I can't even it's a tough one evapotranspiration transpiration thank you Dave and um, you know one two o'clock in the afternoon Clouds, boom. Could have been sunny all day, but you you hit that point, and then you know exact science depending on your heights, as we call them, for the uh, the atmosphere that day, depending on the pressure, you're gonna get them. It's like a switch. They're they're there one minute or not there one minute, and then they're there. So it's really cool to see. Interesting to see. Uh, what else we got to talk about? We talk about the, the heat. Father's out here. Day. Well, happy Father's Day. I know you're a proud oh, dad. Well, thank you. We uh, we kind of yes. call it weather dad over here. Weather dad. Yeah. He takes care of us. You, My, know, you really really do guide us on, on a straight line, and we appreciate you. Well, um, I mean, I've just, I just I never say that I'm the chief meteorologist. No, I, I never say. I always say that I'm the senior meteorologist just because I've been here longer. I think you're one of the most we're, humble we're, people. We're more of a team here, mm-hmm. and I think uh, that everybody uh, does something to contribute to the team. And 
And, um, you know, I th- I'm more of a family here that we work together. I work together more with you guys than I see my family during the week. I mean, it's just the way it is when you have a, a job that uh, you work in 45, 50 hours a week. I tell you what, I think we're really lucky that, that we get along. So well, what you see here, if you're watching the video on the podcast, it's just, it's very comfortable. We've, uh, we, um, we really are like a family. I think that might sound a little cliche, but it's fun. I love it. And, yeah. and it's a really healthy job environment. And we're glad that you are the chief, even if you don't like being called it. So thank yeah. you. And, uh, you know, I know that, um, you know, you're having some big life achievements as a dad watching your kids grow up. And My it's, daughter it's be fun. just graduated high school and uh, will be starting college soon. And, uh, yeah, that's one of those moments where, you know, you, she's been here 18 years and now she's going away and you have to get used to that. I still have my son who's 16, so we have him for a couple more years. But yeah. he is starting driving. Uh, hopefully, he already has his permit, so hopefully he gets his license here soon because... He's going to have to start driving himself to school in the mornings come the fall. All right. We've got a, a little bit of time to, to get to it. And while I'm on it, how's the grass doing? Grass is doing great. Now, uh, we've been talking about that. I've got the zoysia grass, and uh, the it's loving the rain. We've been getting these thunderstorms. We've You've getting been up- looking out. We get the spotty ones. I see them like I've been over. Dave, I got rain. over four inches last, uh, last week. I had another inch last uh night with those thunderstorms so my lawn looks great it's nice it's green get a little i think it's called nut sage uh which is trying to grow in some of the grass so i got to spray a little uh, just a topical something in that area uh but uh the back is coming in the back had a lot of fungus and it really looked bad uh the right before really up until uh may and uh, now that the grass is growing it's grow it's 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 filtering in and it's looking much better. We got to make sure I keep the uh, aware of the fungus. We're going to put down some more fungicide uh, coming up in a week or so to uh, to keep that at bay. I think the fungus is what got me last time. And when you get a lot of this rain and the heat out there, that's when the, some of the fungus can start to develop. There's always something that likes a certain type of environment, whether it's cold and dry or hot and warm. There's yes. always something you got to fend off. That's exactly right. Well, Dave, we hope we don't meet these um, temperatures that some of these computer models are throwing out there. And that's why we're not calling it a forecast. But... You know, we can't hold off for too long. Give it a couple of days, and if you guys watch along here on Daybreak or in the evening, you'll, there's a possibility you could see some triple digits there in the seven-day forecast. So don't want you to be thrown off by it, but we'll keep you updated, and uh, hopefully no severe storms accompanying those. But right now it looks like more the heat is going to be the main story we're talking about again next week. Yep, and we will uh, keep you updated on that, of course. I'll be working uh, this Saturday, so I'll have more on that coming up uh, on the news, and I think we'll have more of a better handle on that coming up before the weekend, what those temperatures will be uh, by midweek or so. Yeah, and um, this weekend, I'm, uh, you know, the weather teams, you know, as as a team, we, we work different shifts. So it's unfortunate that all of us aren't always nominated for some things, but we've had some really talented people at the station within the marketing department. Sam Bauman is, is nominated for an Emmy, the morning show got nominated. So I'm going to go up there and, and represent us. But I know Dave, you've been able to go to these things in the past and it's always cool. Or, or you've been, we've been nominated for yes. things too. I know with the hurricane specials and different things. So it, it's kind of cool to do that, but appreciate you working Saturday. Hopefully we can represent the weather team well and um, see what happens down the line. Yeah. We'll keep our fingers crossed. You guys do a great job in the, in the morning and we are all pulling for you guys here and Sam and and uh, I think, uh, was it Jake? Uh, Jake Andy, in the sports yeah, and they, Andy, they, they had, had a sports promo or cool Friday something. Night Football promo. Yes, something like that also up for an Emmy. So cool. fingers crossed and uh, hopefully things go well this Saturday. 
Yeah, and we'll talk to you again next week, maybe about potential record-breaking heat. And if that's the case, we will, you know, that's just what we'll be talking about. Hopefully nothing in the tropics. We didn't talk about that because there's not a lot going on there right now. And we'll keep it that way. But thank you guys for tuning in. For myself and Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley, we'll see you next time. This has been another edition of the First Alert Weather Podcast.